Hello everyone and welcome to the latest episode of Tongue in Cheek with the Solomon Sisters. I'm Ilana. I'm Dina. And today we have a wonderful friend of a returning guest. We have Zachary Ross from Bravo. Oh, oh, oh my God. And we could not think of a better person to join us to talk about the newest family to the franchise, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. We are so excited to talk about this new franchise. And I think the best way to describe it is bravo, my God. So let's have Zach join us and we will discuss everything more. We are so excited to have you back. It's like the best time when you are here. And we are so excited that we are having you back to discuss this launch of the new franchise. Oh my God, this franchise. It was so many thoughts, (laughs) so many things, so many things. Oh, it was, oh, it was good. It was good. Who was right away your favorite person? Do you have one yet? Dancha. Oh, really? And Heather. Heather surprised me. I actually did like Heather more than what I thought. Heather Mm -hmm. to me had like a very soft tone, but almost like a kind of slightly hear me out but bethany vibe to me where i felt like I she was going to be our narrator yeah i feel mm-hmm. like she's slightly outside the mix and and yet very in it you know what right I mean? that's like, like she's bethany, aware of what's happening she's kind of like the question yes yes because you thought exactly. she was gonna, on looks like she looks very conservative mm. like but as you can see she likes with her intro she likes rap music she likes gay people she likes you know, I everything loved- a Mormon shouldn't like, according to her. Yeah, I loved when that line where she's like, you know, everything I like is <laughs> allowed by the church. I love black men and I love gay men. <laughs> right. <laughs> the one thing I love about this cast, they're very political, where a lot of, like, the older franchises aren't. Yes, you're really and they're cheap. very open religiously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think originally when OC was, they were a bit more like that. Like, kind of, I feel, felt like religious-wise. And they're mm-hmm. kind of, you kind of, I felt like you knew where they stood. But then as time went by. Jesus Jugs. Yeah. Like, and then mm-hmm. as time went by, God. But I think for a first episode, there, it was beyond what I could have imagined. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was, I think, the best first episode of a franchise I agree. Agree. 100%. Mm -hmm. I felt that Jen had literally, like, if someone had wrote the book of Housewives, like, the literal, like, manual of what a perfect housewife would be, they would just, Mm -hmm. like, have a picture of Jen. Yes. I feel like she was the ultimate. Every single thing she said and like had like all the makeup of her life from her dynamic with her children and her husband to even I don't know if you watch the watch what happens live after show oh did I yeah okay <laughs> good so like her whole like golden derby look was mm-hmm. out of this world and her in party with the tongue and dancers in honor I of Meredith that. like everything about her was great even when she was being shady and passing on like Lisa's shade she did it in a way but nothing made me love her more than when she got in a fight with someone about the hospital smell you smell like hospital that I can't I mean I love that Not, you smell like a hospital you smell like hospital I know but you know what it's very British because in in England we don't say like a hospital 
in in Britain you right. would just say hospital. So like that part, I I I I don't I didn't have an issue with. I didn't take issue. It sounded fine with the ear. <laughs> I more I took issue with the not even issue. I took pleasure with the fact that like on the very first episode they gave us such a beautiful like golden fight. Like what could be better yes. than that? It was like the perfect housewife fight. There's nothing oh. I love more than when they bicker over the absolute minutia of insanity and that that was but i love the fact that mary oh Oh, mary no no you go so i love the fact that mary doubled down in her interview on the fact that she insulted jen when i i'm on jen's side with that one because like you know it's your family your aunt has had her legs amputated your friend should show a little respect instead of saying oh you smell like hospital no, I agree, and I also felt like Mary pastor. was trying to mm-hmm. say about how, like, you know, how it hurt her, how it made her feel almost with her own death experience, but I felt like her surgery was an elective one. And I, felt <laughs> I think like you're right. Jen, it was definitely one that... More like um, life or death? That life or death. Are and you saying it was yeah. an elective no. amputation? No. <laughs> no, but I also, even my friend pointed out to me, he was like, but Dina, if she got rid of the odor smells, how can she smell, you know, the thing, which I thought was hilarious. But, you know, <laughs> I just think that... Um, Tina, you just blew my mind. Did I Julian just, say that? <laughs> no, Alex. <laughs> that just... But I just, I thought that whole thing about her and when she made the other girl come over just to say, I did say that and you smell like one too. And I was like, oh no. And then 10 seconds later, make the girl leave. (laughs) It was the most perfect housewife ever. And she's like, what are you doing here? You don't belong here. I was like, you invited her. She she came in. Literally 10 seconds in the same breath. This... It was, I mean, but I feel like Mary's going to be a gift that really keeps on giving because mm-hmm. I want so much more of the backstory of her and her grandpa husband. And I just feel grandpa like husband, between yes. that, yes. And between that and the fact that she's a pastor without compassion, I'm like, you are perfect. I need more. Just mm-hmm. tell me everything. And it's well, felt like that's very almost bizarre like unawareness that you want in a housewife like she seems like no this is fine when her argument about marrying her grandfather was that at least it's not polygamy I was like okay okay I feel you I get you that is that is that is your that's what you're holding on to (laughs) that's that's a choice it is a choice (laughs) Uh, but like oh Mary Mary I have a feeling she's gonna be a one and done housewife Alana said that I did. Because, because it's too much. Yeah. There's also so much. First of all, before the show premiered, she blocked a bunch of Bravo accounts. Oh, Mine really? Really? Mm-hmm. I'm blocked. Okay, so she can't take the heat. Right. Like, you especially. What did she think would happen? Right. You sign up for a show with the social media world the way it is today. You know there's going to be memes about you Mm. not everyone is gonna love you you need to put up with it for sure and actually have a laugh right yeah that's what i was gonna say like at least put up with it then if you see one that really offends you block the person yeah but not preemptively i mean i had tweeted about her husband grandpa a couple times (laughs) saying that you know her son maybe is also her uncle yeah 
and her and I just realized this. She technically is her own grandmother. Oh my god! Your your uncle son and and grandpa hubby and your, and your and your son I think is also your grandson. And doesn't that make your mother your sister? Yeah, kind of. Even what he said in the confessional when he what if said that the grandmother said that you will marry one of my girls was insane uh-huh. to me. That so like it could have been any of them. But did right. you read on one of the Bravo sites? And I want to credit them. I just I, I Dina sent it to me, and I oh, can't think who it was. I'll get it. I sent um, it to you as you. Well. Yeah, I think she sent it to you as well, where they discussed, like, this, uh, I think a former member of the, the congregation talk of shame. talked about, yeah, the talk oh. of shame posted it, and they, it um, is so riveting what's in there. I don't know if it's verified or anything like that, but, I mean, what the claims that this person alleges beyond just the grandfather, granddaughter, like, almost like they had an affair and that he might have murdered the grandfather, uh, sorry, grandmother for um, this, I'm like, O-M-G. Like, that is why Bravo, oh, 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 my God, is, like, the perfect way of describing how I felt when <laughs> I read that. <laughs> I I don't know exactly what the story is. I've seen, I've, like, skimmed it, but it's, like, very intense. And it's, like, I read it. I read oof. it all. There's so many <laughs> layers. Like, I love when well, I'm watching Heaven's Live, they said, should... Well, they and Andy asked, "Should you go on a reality show? Do you have skeletons in the closet?" And she said, "No, you shouldn't." Like, yeah. girl, look in your closet. Well, are they skeletons though? If like everyone knows about it, and well, she yeah, seems she doesn't to want be the world to know, but she she's not presenting to be very it public about it in a certain way. She seems like she feels like it seems like she has this attitude. Like, yeah, so what? I married. So you have to say in a in a certain way. Yeah. Yeah. She definitely seemed no, but she also seemed slightly hesitant. Like I would think at this point, after twenty years, she's got her story like down pat. Like she's got Mm -hmm. a rehearsed thing that she says. Like I married someone who is Muslim. I'm Jewish. Every time someone asks me, you know, about you know my past, you know, I'm French Israeli. He's Saudi. Like how we met, all this stuff. Like I could give you our full life history and like a ten second clip of like you know, cute, little, wrapped in a mm-hmm. bow, like, you know, it's all perfect because it's something that I'm so rehearsed in saying because everyone asks that question. And over time, you just sort of whittle it down to the key points people know in a friendly, kind of cute way. And the fact that she's like, um, uh, well, uh, uh, you know, like, I was like, and all right, spit it out. Years. Yeah, I, I was like, you, sh- you should know how to explain this away. Like, you know, you need to spin doctor this, mm-hmm. do a little better. See, I get that where you're coming from. I, that makes complete sense. But the fact that she's going on a reality TV show, she knows it's going to be filmed. They had to rehearse yes. in private. But I don't think they did. He he seemed really like this is fine. This is totally normal. And she was well, seemed you might to be, be a better like, actor than her. That's yeah. true. <laughs> but to me, as someone who spends her life, if I'm not mistaken, making money by standing on a platform and speaking to people. You'd think she'd kind mm-hmm. of be able to speak through this one. But she definitely <sighs> seems like she's coming guarded. I noticed the whole time she did not drink. And mm-hmm. yeah, it felt like even Whitney at one point clocked it as well. Like something Yeah, like happened. Whitney was like, that's not normal. Yeah. <laughs> right. So like, I, how about oh, yeah, Whitney? You go. Whitney, what do you think of her? What do we think um, of her? No, no, let's keep talking. I got, for a second, I got 
confused with Whitney and Heather when Heather was licking the meatball. Oh my God, that, yeah. Oh the my only, God, Heather and the that meatball. Even in my head was, that's not COVID friendly. That's not COVID friendly. <laughs> <laughs> but there was so much that party gave us because mm-hmm. Lisa Barlow, when they did the package of her walking everyone to be like, love that, love that. I was like with hair, like hands on my head. Like that is me. <laughs> that is me in a social situation. And it's not disingenuous. I genuinely love those things. <laughs> Uh, it's, uh, I, felt, uh, I felt very embarrassed. <laughs> what did you think of Lisa? I like Lisa. I, lo- I like Lisa. Um, I think she's going to be, she's going to be turned out to be the Bethany. I really think in the long run, because she mm-hmm. has that sort of like dry personality that Bethany has. Well, I saw that a lot of people are comparing her to Bethany. And I thought what was most interesting was I saw um, a lot of people were comparing Mary to Kim from Beverly Hills. And yes. I, so I, I could totally see that. like stuff going to come out because I did notice she just seems so not there. And especially when she wore that Valentino dress with, I believe, a Gucci, that Gucci handbag in the black underneath. I felt like we were really seeing a moment. But going wrong. I think yeah. Lisa has the humor of a Bethany, but Heather has the ability to be part of the situation and also outside of it. Where I feel like yes. Lisa, what I I liked her was she seems like in it though. She is stirring up. She, she not quite a Giselle, but she seems to be like she knew exactly what she was doing when she said that she didn't know mm-hmm. Heather. And I loved her for it. And I was (laughs) like eating it all up. Like, thank you, Lisa, for this. Because Mm -hmm. I much like the you smell like or it smells like hospital. I don't know her. And she's a good time girl. And she went to like an extremely conservative school. I mean, there's so much to unwrap that. Like, did you know her? Don't you know her? Was she a good time girl? Wasn't she? Because then she kind of backtracked and was like, no, she was good. She was a good time. She wasn't a good time. Like, I loved every second of that nonsense. Can I just say, I have watched the episode maybe four times now. Oh, I love that. And I'm unashamed. And my friend, I had to read read these text messages. My friend is very, he likes Bravo too. Shout out to you, Dan. He's very (laughs) critical about Bravo. We have a group chat. We're all critical. I'm pulling up his text he sent to me. Because he watched it later. He said in three in a row, um, hold on, got to find it. It was, it was, come on. It always happens in that moment. Yeah, he whenever said, oh, you want to yeah, find yes. it. He said, watching now, it's so good. Film season two already. They are all Bravo royalty. Yes, it's so I true. agree. Perfectly put, Dan. Perfectly yes. put. It's so I, true. I, I was like thanking God because I felt like even though Potomac has been such a good season, it's really mm-hmm. the only show that's really giving us something to be excited from. And at this now we point, have- like, yeah, like we were kind of, it felt kind of <sighs> stale. Like how many times can you discuss whose side are you on between Candace and Monique? Like nothing has really happened to kind of relight that fire. Well, and so. Ooh, speaking ooh. of Potomac, did you yeah. hear? What? No. It's pop. It looks probable that we're going to get a four-part reunion. <gasps> I did hear buzz about that maybe a little. <laughs> I'm so excited, but I didn't know it's like I should be, like, in my mind, something, you know, it's so true. I am so excited. <laughs> did you hear that they might not be letting Candace come, like, back next season? Oh, yes, I didn't and I'm read not, that. I'm Do you think that's true? That. Me I think neither. That's true because I, I think it's true. 
Yeah, I think that she's the type of person who seems like she really puts people off. Yes, well, it's the reason they're not letting her back, supposedly, which is because she made the comments about the overweight blogger. Yeah, that was who ended up passing away a couple weeks ago. She had resurfaced homophobic tweets. I saw and also, yeah, those. Yeah, those were a couple years ago. And the nail in the coffin if a housewife gives Bravo an ultimatum, they are gone. 99% mm-hmm. of the time. You're right. And she gave an ultimatum saying, I'm not filming another season of Monique's here. I think that, honestly, the rest of the girls, at least in terms of within the context of, let's say, how do I put this right? Like the world of the show, mm-hmm. I feel like can heal with Monique. But I yeah. don't think that Candace. I think she's the type of person who will always do the same thing. Like every season, yeah. she's going to have someone that she's going after that she's like can somehow manipulate herself into thinking she's the victim of. And I think that story has kind of circled enough at this point too. We're not really getting we need new from new her. material. Yeah, yeah. And a quick yes, side note: Is that what happened with Phaedra? I've always wondered because they let mm-hmm. Portia stay. Did Phaedra give them an ultimatum? No, Phaedra. An Phaedra accused someone of Potomac. rape. Yeah, but they yeah, let, but they let um, Portia stay. Yeah. Who was really involved with that? But Portia well, was but like Portia was manip- Yeah, she was manipulated by Phaedra. Because Phaedra fed her all the, like, oh, Candy's going to do this to you. Candy's going to do that to you. Candy's going to do X, Y, Z. And I genuinely think that anyone with a reasonable mind could believe that Phaedra is capable of manipulating Portia. Like, that is not a hard pill to swallow. But they're bringing her back now. Because Portia is, you know. Because Portia is. She's who? Remember, 265 days a year. Let's not forget. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And she didn't even know what the Underground Railroad was. Let's like, you know what I mean? Let's let's let her, let's let her get. She is changing the world now. She is. She, you know, she is my favorite. She is. Yeah, yeah, she is the Atlanta Mm -hmm. All Star in my my book. Because I I was very disappointed with her. And she did that. Quick and funny, and she is clever. But that doesn't mean that she's intelligent in the way that Portia, sorry, that yeah. Phaedra is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's one thing I wanted to say, but backtracking a little bit. Yes. Let's <laughs> to, um, do ultimatums that. and Bravo. Mm, mm, Part mm. of the reason that doubt that DC Housewives didn't get a season two is because the how all the Housewives got together and said to Bravo, "We're not going to film another season if you keep Mikhail on the cast." You know the White House pressure. Yeah, yeah, I do. Mm-hmm. They so band they together to Bravo. So they just got rid of the whole series because of mm-hmm. that. Well, also because you know they it caused kind of a national security threat. Well, that too. But I mean, That's just a little. Just, just on a fun little side yeah. note story. Yeah, a sort of friend of in my world. She's a friend of a friend, kind of friend of. Mm-hmm. Her father. This is in England. This is quite the, the drinker. And when she was a little girl, he got really smashed, went out and, and wanted more liquor, couldn't find any. He kind of fell over like a 
walled in area kind of made his way down to the basement and found some good liquor and just sat down there and drank for quite a while and then he needed to take a piss because he was pissed he walked <laughs> up the stairs and walked into the nearest place he could get into through the door he took a literal piss and then turned to the quote old bird in the bedroom and was like hey have you got another bottle and that old bird was the queen of england how did he get in where was what? That he's been locked up actually in like a loony bin ever since but yeah that's a true story how what, what uh, uh, that's amazing how did i not know this story yeah and the same girl i'm talking about she dated for a really long time um lake fielder civil or yeah civil fielder, that's her? who was married to amy winehouse Oh my God, that's who that is? Oh, that's wow. She was the girl before. She's the reason he had the cherry tattoos that then Amy Winehouse got cherry tattoos to match his cherry tattoos, but they're originally from Hannah because he used to call it cherry. Interesting. English. But my point is, <laughs> I have... <laughs> that's an interesting this is story. Fun side note, but people do get into places they're not meant to be in and then get in trouble. And yet sometimes they should be on reality show for it. And I personally enjoy DC. Yeah, I did actually like DC. I was surprised. I'm so happy though that they're thinking of bringing back Miami. And I feel like Larissa is doing all this stuff just so she- Is it Larissa or Larsa? I I don't really know. I think it's Larsa, but have I ever been good at names? No. But (laughs) I think that she is doing everything right now to get back on. Um, Yeah, I I believe that. I don't think she'll be back on though because they they fired her specifically because she was a basketball wife. I yeah. thought they fired. I thought she decided to leave because of all the cheating. Nope. No one ever decides to leave. There's a very f- small percentage of housewives who who actually quit. I would say ninety. I would say ninety-seven percent of the housewives are fired. That's so I believe that. Yeah, I agree too. And because like Bethany is the rare exception where she quit twice. Do you think Lisa quit? Lisa Vanderpump? Mm-hmm. I think she I consider her fired because she was gonna get fired, but she just beat Bravo to the punch. Because she didn't wow. film. You know? Adrian Maloof I always- filmed her entire season, just didn't show up for their union and she was fired because of that yeah because of Vanderpump chose not to film a season but she also had like the relationship with Bravo outside because of Vanderpump so I always wondered if it was more like an agreement with them like mm-hmm. I don't know I consider her fired because if she hadn't announced that she was quitting they would have fired her they would have had like oh it was a mutual decision she leaves the show blah blah blah, blah you know like mutual whatever so that's what I like about liked about Teddy's departure. She's like, now nah, I'm not gonna cut. Co- I'm gonna go through all the bullshit. I was fired because she was boring. Which she didn't say that, boring. but she was. Boring. Yeah, if she could just admit that, I cannot believe mm-hmm. I read the other day that she's trying to get like put out feelers or something about a food show, and I was like, that is way that's funny. You did make mm-hmm. me laugh, but that's yeah, that's, all it that's is. made me laugh. Yeah, um, yeah. You have a personality. <laughs> for that and also the fact that she should not be hosting a food show because her diet 
promotes basically starvation. I know. Yeah. This is like, it's like Teddy. And no. also, like, uh, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, obviously anorexia and starvation is like super bad, but also her personality is bad. Yeah. Yeah. The combination is just not good. The diet as well as her literal personality when they're mixed, it just makes everything really bad. But I can't mm, believe she really thought that people might want to watch her when she literally got off of a show that's supposed to be about like, See, I take offense to that. I take offense that, that someone specifically like in her team has like she's bounced that idea off of someone and someone has been like, yeah do that like if bravo tells you that you're not interesting trust and believe you're not yeah interesting well i that i get because like anyone wants to make a buck mm-hmm. yeah so every team like really think they could stretch it sure she has a podcast i know and i cannot believe that anyone would listen to it i don't think i can't believe it either um <laughs> edwin should just go like, back to stealing from like his friends houses like come on yes set up more robberies <laughs> get back to work don't put it all Ooh. on teddy Although they did seem a little planned at the reunion, like that whole thing that Kyle knew to take pictures of the jewelry, that Teddy's husband, yeah. and all this other stuff. It felt like, is that why the relationship? Well, you know what I thought was weird about that story? When I got married and I got like a lot of my wedding jewelry and all the gifts and everything, you start taking pictures of the jewelry, like as you get it, because like, you they need to be insured and they need to be valued right. on all these things and then like it you never have a point where like oh shit i've got no pictures of any of my jewelry like you do it over time and i don't believe because kyle their money has grown yes but like it wasn't like they started off with absolutely nothing that she had absolutely nothing insured you know and then all of a sudden one day was like let me do this also that's one of the biggest issues i take with her story also i think as stylist it's a little weird because usually people who have the jewelry that she has and the amount they don't actually leave any of that stuff in their house it's usually put at different safes throughout like a lot of different places because they know that people are watching and that you know that somebody could break into their house so i even thought that was so weird that everything was in her um like yeah i definitely don't believe that i've i've literally never met anyone who all their goods are in one place yeah but i do think that like most people i know myself included with like nice pieces like would not keep them all in one place like it's, yeah or like like a lot of it is in a bank yeah that makes, it just that makes feels sense. very like mm, i don't know but like uh, most people like probably even get their apple watch insured they ask you do you yeah. want to insure it so it's like stop it kyle right <laughs> <laughs> ragamuffin Kyle. I know. She is a ragamuffin. She's a ragamuffin oh. that thinks that she is a Barbie, and I'm like, no girl. Look at her. Oh, Kyle. She does um, have nice hair though. Yes, Kyle has amazing hair. Just like beautiful amazing hair. hair. So do all her dogs. The only time I ever thought Kyle's hair wasn't nice was when um the bangs. Um no, no, oh god, those things hurt my eyes. No, <laughs> um what I can't think of her name. The, the beautiful Puerto Rican lady, and I can't think oh, of her name right now. Joyce. Yeah. Joyce. Joyce. Yeah. Uh, Joyce. Her hair was also amazing, and mm-hmm. it was sort of like making me look at Kyle's like, is your hair amazing? Because every time I look at Joyce's, hers is even somehow more amazing. Yes. But then Joyce left us, so I was like back to like, oh, 
lovely yeah, hair tie Joyce. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was another note. Yeah. Addition. I heard that Joyce and her husband like begged Andy to get back on. Wouldn't surprise me. Does everyone hate them but me? I I like them, but I did not like like that season. I didn't like them. Why did you not like them? I thought she was annoying, spoiled. I just thought she was like annoying and spoiled in vain. Look, Mm. her tagline. I remember it because it annoys me. You you can never be too young, too thin, or too honest. (laughs) I'm like too young, too thin. Shut up. (laughs) Eat a a cheesecake. See, but I think because that season, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, the witch, what's her name? The witch Carlton. was was the Carlton yeah. scared me like so much in that season that I've even skipped that season sometimes when I'm rewatching really? it and jumped to the I like movie. Carlton. Really? Because I thought she was okay, a good well, I, for Kyle. Okay. But I, I never felt looked like at she, it like okay. that. I actually know exactly like the bee scene, for example, when she was like mm-hmm. freaking out about the bee. And I felt like go after Kyle for things that can stick because like the bee thing or like Kyle asking her what religion she is. I know that Carlton knew what Kyle was really getting after. Kyle was trying to somehow turn her religion into something, but she was so mm-hmm. quick to jump on things that weren't things that the audience could jump with her. You know what I mean? Like, wait okay, for Kyle that. to mess up. Like, she was too quick. And, like, for example, you know, when she was asking about the Pentagon and she's like, you're, you know, racist. And it felt like, okay, well, like, like easy to let her, let yeah. her yeah, get, get it stupid before you jump because you're jumping too quickly. And then also you can't then spend the second half of this season trying to make your whole thing like, I'm going to curse you and your house doesn't get you all sick if you're like, don't turn this into something like hocus pocus that's not what it is it's something much deeper right and then do that but with joyce i mean yes vain and um some of the other qualities you mentioned aren't ideal qualities Mm -hmm. in a human i i usually (laughs) enjoy those in a housewife and i also felt like there are some moments that season, like when she and her husband were fighting at Sir with Yolanda. Oh my God. That I made me that. laugh out loud. And a laugh out loud moment, especially on Beverly Hills, doesn't happen that often. That's true. So I do think like she kind of just knew how to get, like, for example, even though she, let's say, was the adversary of Brandy, I felt like she wasn't necessarily a bad adversary for Brandy. Like, Brandy was getting ruffled, too, and I like that, because Brandy sort of has this um, compelling and obnoxious quality of kind of stirring things up, but no one really stirs it back her way, whereas with Joyce, I felt like she was just ready to be, like, with, you know, on Brandy, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I enjoyed that. I get that. I get that. Um, season four was it should have been a sign of the future for Beverly Hills I yeah. think you're right I think that season was it was so disappointing to me that whole like even it our, was a big drop yeah, just the whole mm-hmm. thing it was not good but no. on a different note with Salt mm-hmm. Lake City I think they <laughs> what a beautiful segue Dina you just did that <laughs> with like the just going of a from a negative adventure. to a positive yeah <laughs> many years is going to give us a lot of I feel like Mm -hmm. Heather's life to me is so interesting because I don't think she seems like 
a good time girl when she was younger, just from everything she's described about her life till now. Mm-hmm. But I'm interested to learn. Was she? I don't know. Well, also, I loved that Whitney and her are cousins. As soon as they gave us family, I was excited. And then we're skipping the big fact that Heather's relative was a henchman. I know. She described him as a henchman. She said that's super cash, too. I was like, okay. Could you just like further elaborate on that? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And also the fact, I meant to say this earlier, the fact that Whitney cheated on her husband with her now husband who was cheating on his wife with Whitney and that's not the most shocking <laughs> relationship on the show I know and, now, no. grandpa? and the, did you see her father he looks like he's from Metallica her father he like is Adam amazing oh yeah he, do, he does actually that mm-hmm. is a better person too <laughs> but like like he he is such a character in and of itself and like is he a Mormon? Like, can we look at a little detail on that? Because she was, and Heather are like these, I don't know, whatever generation, eight generations of like Mormon pilgrim purity. And then you see her father and, you know, I'm like, hmm. He's like, this is a little interesting. And you, each of them, and I'm obsessed with Meredith and her son. I think her son is amazing. Brooks is my favorite. I want Brooks to The name Brooks has been redeemed on Bravo. I know. Yes, yes. Oh, it really has. He is so adorable. Like, I love everything. Mm-hmm. Every, like, the moment he entered, I was like, who are you? And I hope you guys are a duo. And when they showed up at the party together, I was like, this is, like, was the, my night. Oh, my God. Yes. And honestly, Brooks is, like, both the best friend and son I can, I'm looking for. So, like, Brooks, mm-hmm. if you're out there, I'm available. <laughs> well, Andy said in a live on Instagram, one of his favorite moments from this season apparently is Brooks's fashion show. Which so I don't excited. know what I did. We're honored has, to be best friends. We're even in the same industry. Oh my God. <laughs> this is like- and he has like, cause he has a fashion line. Cause like he posted pictures on his stories, like Jen Shaw in a tracksuit. Mm. The Brooks, you know, whatever Brooks Marks fashion coming something like that. Oh, we have to we have to research Alana. This is a big. We moment. need to have Brooks like come chat with us. Mm-hmm. Tell us about I know. Line. I mm-hmm. love Meredith too. I'm very much into both of them, and I Meredith I and Lisa so and funny. yeah, Meredith, Lisa, and Brooks were like the people I'd want to hang out with. But like Jen was to me, and Heather more like the people not that I didn't want to watch Meredith and Lisa because I loved watching them but like even mm-hmm. more I feel like are going to be like the backbone of the show yes I agree yeah I think they're going to be the two leaders yeah I think Heather is the fan favorite mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. how could you right not behind, right behind her is Jen yeah Jen's two, amazing I, I just thought mm-hmm. Jen I love Jen from the beginning I just yeah. I have she reminds Jen. me of very a season one Teresa Judice. Yeah, but also, like, she has that vibe, but also, like, in a more, sorry, Teresa, but much more clever way. Yeah, sophisticated, too, but much more clever. Like, I think Mm -hmm. she knows how to play the game as if she is, like, six seasons in. I mean, she is Mm -hmm. so smooth. When she had her two different assistants and her little, like, microphone thing. And I am obsessed with just a side note. I was trying to count each one, mark their names. (laughs) I felt like these were big. Stewart is my bae. (laughs) She she definitely seems to sort of have her hand in 
like the full pods of the hand of the friend group sorry mm-hmm. so i definitely feel like a lot of what we're gonna see she's gonna be the core of it mm-hmm. so i think any like falling outs we see i think jen's gonna be centered to all that i just i, I agree. she has that vibe to me but i yeah, think she it's like the- her knowing what she's doing i think she's right. like on this day of filming i'm taking this one down <laughs> would shock me <laughs> i loved it so much when mm-hmm. she was talking to her children about how they were going to get if i'm not mistaken stds and aids if they uh-huh. kiss a girl and also that if it's someone the scene from mean girls should... where the coach gets you know you will get chlamydia and you will die. Yes, yes, that, mm-hmm. but it's also, it's something so relatable. When we were younger and we'd ask our mother what like your first kiss is like, she would tell us it's basically like somebody throwing up or burping in your mouth. So you have to really like them to get them to come that close. I was petrified. My sisters would like yell at my mom and be like, how could you tell my mom raised like good Jewish girls? <laughs> like, I what is something so funny scared. about a good Jewish girl? Yes. My grandma. Always. <laughs> my grandma, this is funny. So the, so you know how like, how, when Jen's husband described how they met, she's like this. Mm-hmm, I guess it's open. Oh yeah. <laughs> my grandma, uh, love this. She was very, cause you know, a nice Jewish girl wants to be wined and dined. Mm. So my grandma said, I said to my grandma once, how did you, I called her mama and I called my grandpa Papa. I said, mama, how did you and Papa meet? She said, well, he walked into my life and he was snotty. <laughs> she, you know what she forgot to mention? What? The fact that she was on a date with another guy. What? At the time. Oh, stop it. Uh-huh. <laughs> she was on a date with another guy. So my grandpa was trying to be respectful <laughs> and so he was like, no, do you want me to come get me right so did he did he court her oh i hope so otherwise <laughs> well, i mean i would right i would be pretty sure that there was a, a, a lovely well no party. i just meant like was it right away from that moment oh, or was it? i think it was like right after that i think they started dating oh i love mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. You know, but it's very much like that where her relationship with her husband reminds me of my grandparents for some reason. Oh, like, very no, much I like, totally get mm-hmm. that from that story. But you know what? I feel like there's certain things that, okay, so you know how there are two people from the Jewish faith formally, at least um, on the show, who like, I think Meredith to... is still Jewish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, she's, I think she Jewish. says she's a Jew for Jew at Jesus, though, right? Doesn't Wait, she no, say that that's at one not point? Me. And no, then Lisa, Lisa says that no, she's that's like, Lisa. No, but I thought Lisa was like, I'm not a Jew at all. No, no, Lisa's Lisa like, I'm a Mormon 2.0. Yeah, no, no, Lisa says that she's, no, Mormon 2.0 is what they call Lisa. Yeah. Right. And then Meredith is Jewish, like, but she but she's, sort she's of at one point, didn't she says anything about Jesus? Okay. Mm-hmm. That part was not important to my point, just to nod <laughs> on, but <laughs> what I was going to say is I could see, you know, from my perspective, just sort of similarities and certain things in the culture, because when Heather was talking about the pursuit of perfection being a pastime, mm-hmm. that is so like culturally relatable and just sort of the constant emphasis Mm -hmm. on like beauty and taking care of yourself and Mm -hmm. you know being comfortable in in doing lovely treatments for yourself and being sort of super um like focused on the value of that which 
obviously is something, you know, I, I think if you ask a lot of Jewish children to describe their grandmother, it's someone who is like super beautiful, always their nails done, always their hair mm-hmm. perfect, like things like that. I feel like it's sort of this thing. And it just made me think like, I didn't even realize because I knew absolutely nothing about the, the religion. So I didn't really realize like, what are their kind of values and everything. The one thing I knew about them, for example, is like, they don't drink. So it's like, like Muslims. But Mm -hmm. then, you know, when they said that, I was like, oh, okay, okay. I could see how some (laughs) Jewish ladies kind of ended up in this hood. Like they like to shop, they like to look Mm -hmm. nice. Like, you know, they like fine things. Okay. Now now I'm getting this. My my grandma, she had something called sundown syndrome, which is like a cousin of dementia. So when she was in her nursing home, that's the funny that's funny you bring that up because one thing she always prided on prided herself on was her appearance she'd be like zachary mm. she always very formal zachary let's go shopping the, her nursing home had a little, little shop she always wanted to look around and see like that top is cute i want it <laughs> i love that <laughs> mm-hmm I love- like a, that, that's a Jewish lady, if I ever met one. <laughs> oh, to the T. And ma- she made sure her nails were painted. Always, Always painted. Mm-hmm. Makeup, her hair done. Yes. Dress. Yes. The, like, and my dad's I mean, mom, even when she was going through chemo, made sure she had not makeup, but she had the nails done. She looked very nice for the nurses coming in. I think like you can you there are certain things that like really make me laugh about like things that I see in myself that I've inherited like from my mom that I know she inherited from her grandmother my mother my my, grandmother and Mm -hmm. one of the things that I always think about is two things one I always clean my house before the lady who comes to clean it comes because I don't want her to think I'm a slob yeah you have to yeah right naturally and two like i i would never go out into the world without my face on <laughs> or a nice outfit or jacket yeah you gotta you gotta look nice my like, grandmother would always tell us you have to like go out even if it's to the grocery store like you are ready to bump into somebody yeah yes. always expected to the unexpected nothing finishes a look like the perfect bag our newest bag obsession is by rafi nyc Ruffy NYC is an exquisite bag brand that pulls inspiration from all different cultures and architectures. The fine detail and craftsmanship of their miniodiers and clutches will elevate your look in an instant. Add one of these beautiful bags to your collection by going to the Ruffy Bags website at ruffy.com. That's R-A-F-E dot com. Enter our promotional code SOULSISTERS, S-O-L-S-I-S-T-E-R-S, for 20% off all your purchases. Should, yes. we, should we just touch on our favorite bits from Southern Charm? Oh, are there any favorite bits in Southern Charm real? There's only one thing for me. Leva? No, it was about the vodka. Oh, that was my favorite moment too. That was the only that thing I, I cared about. Oh, the potato, yes. That was the only that thing. Tears fantastic. rolling down my cheeks. I thought mm-hmm. they should have could have made a whole episode just on that. Like the that could have that shock. scene should have, like you know how they do the extras. I want like extended footage of Pringle standing there. He looks with so the discomfort as they asked him, "What can I get for you? Anything you'd like?" And then when he asked for vodka, then <coughs> berating him with 
nonstop, the both of them too, one right after the other. Like, oh no, that's déclassé. That's right. from Dirty Potato. <laughs> What's wrong with but you, you animal? Who cares? It goes down the same. <laughs> but I just loved her. I just loved the way they all were like, no, how dare you? It's almost as if he said he wanted to like knife someone. Like, like, right, like kill somebody. Like yeah, they were so like, how vodka. dare you? Yeah. No, no, and not and not to say that it's exactly the same or not, but like I feel like overall vodka's not got like a um like a rep, if you will, of being like a low end alcoholic yeah. I didn't, beverage. I whereas, like, anyone. if he had said like something like a beer, at least I kind of would slightly get it in the sense of like it's more like a you know every man's kind of drink, whereas like. You know, yeah. like a gin or like a hot toddy or something is a little yeah. more like Stasi. <laughs> so at least if he had said something like that, I could kind of be like, okay, it goes with your denim jacket vibe. Like right. I get what you're saying. But when he said a vodka, they like completely attacked him. I was like, oh, I knew what I'm not going to ask her for. No, I'm not as, I don't think Southern Charm or below, um, sorry, I don't think Southern Charm has been like, Something I've felt has, has had been any charming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. But I do love her. It's been uncharming. Yeah. Yeah, it has been uncharming. Well, and I do not care about Thomas getting someone else pregnant. I don't, I don't care about Thomas at all. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't Catherine I don't like gone. Catherine. I have Thomas Ravenel's a rapist. Let's be honest. Yeah. He's, yes. He's a disgusting oh. rapist. And honestly, I Catherine also has Do we need to say allegedly shortcoming? No. Allegedly, he's a rapist. Yeah, allegedly, allegedly, he is a rapist, but it does seem like. And allegedly, she is a drug addict. They don't think this environment is good for mm-hmm. her. If that's true, not for her children. Her no, and she's yeah, so out of it on these episodes. So I just feel mm. like it's leave. I I'm not saying there aren't parts where I get why. For maybe people who've never even watched the show, why it would be something that could be interesting, but I just feel like they're bringing so many negative people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Madison is really get. negative. But I don't think she wants her on it. That's why her energy mm-hmm. is like constantly to me like, okay, I've got a new puppy, and he Ugh. likes to play this game where we chase him, and then he kind of goes back and is like and then he jumps forward but he's a puppy so then I like throw him in the air and give him a bunch of kisses and we move on but like every time he does that like little like move I think of Madison and I'm like she is constantly in that energy like she has yeah Yeah. like like just let Mm -hmm. me like I'm feeling I'm ready for attack I want to pounce and I feel like she I mean she said it on the show but I definitely feel like it's much more like her raison d'être on the show even like just to rile up Shep and Mm -hmm. Shep is a horrible human being like from what he's shown us and he lost his charm real quick so there Mm -hmm. I don't even like the only one I like really is Craigie and outside of Mm. that I just there's like no one really exciting me yeah I think Um, anyone who decides to take a law degree and throw it out the window and instead make pillows i think is meant for reality tv that's true i agree with that um here's what i think about craig and it shows you the the, the state of men on bravo mm. he, he's cute like looks like i think he's very cute i agree um with the shirt off he's very i'm not upset with that either <laughs> um, <laughs> you know not at all but um if you he's not really a good guy he the way he, 
I'm sure his relationship with Naomi towards the end was not good. Mm. But, and, and they both did stuff, but the way he treated her in public, not mm. okay. Towards when they were on the rocks. No, I agree. But you. I did like I think they were that. on so much drugs, allegedly. Yeah, that, well, didn't he say he went to the island to get off the drugs? He, he might have, but just in case, I don't know. I, allegedly. allegedly. Let's, just, let's just call this episode allegedly. Okay. Um, allegedly. But I love that. But, <laughs> but I love that um, he was so quick to defend Cam, who I loved. And now that, like, Naomi's gone, who mm-hmm. I loved, and Chelsea. Cam is gone, and I'll yeah. never hear her again say Chelsea. <laughs> and I love the way she so- says that. It's just like, or what Hannah. what are we here for? Yeah. Mm. Yes, it's like what? What are we even here for? And, and like, I don't watching the show is gonna. I don't. I I have a feeling it's gonna be the last season because it's just to mm-hmm. me very grimy, and there's so it's many. Toxic. Yeah, and I honestly, yeah, trying to watch the show just to see if there is anything like you know in case to discuss. And that vodka moment was the only thing I liked about it. But it was yeah. it was a wonderful Shep, moment. But Shep is so disgusting. Watching him during that scene at that party, it just made me realize I was like, this guy is so like beyond in a dark like psychopathic way that he kind of planned this whole thing and he's been doing this season after season and he even mm-hmm. has a new love in his life and this is all he cares about. Like he's obviously in love with Madison. Yeah, I can see that. I just think he enjoys sparring with her. Maybe that is his version of love. I but think I she is like, like kindergarten. Like, you know, when you're in third grade or kindergarten, whatever, Yeah, I think yeah. that is Guy where he is on mentally. the girl yeah. they really have a crush on them. Yeah, that's exactly yeah, okay. That's fair, and I think that I just that's where he like is, even, so it makes sense. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, when someone's so horrible that even on the show, when they they should have like the good edit, and you're like so happy for them because they're in love now. Like what they did with Stassi last season of Vanderpump, where they like gave her the best right. edit so she yeah. could just look golden. Like I feel like they're almost trying to do that with Shep, but like low key, it's not and working. it's not even working mm-hmm. because I don't care. Like, I don't like right. him. He's so horrible. He's so gross. And I, his, his pompacity is beyond unappealing. I am also particularly angry because if real, uh, sorry, not real housewives, if Southern Charm New Orleans is not coming back and this is I, the Southern Charm we're stuck it with, it's so offensive. Like, I want to, I don't want to burst your bubble, but what? I might, you might be right. I thought you were going to say the opposite. I, I wish. I, I wish because NOLA is so much better. It's so much better. Light years better. Way more compelling. Way more story. Way more interesting. And a diverse friend group. Yes. So way, way more diverse. And, and also, the stories like, are so much more impactful. It actually is our real group of friends. But yeah, well, with I like genuine things happening. I like Leva actually on this season of Southern Charm. She's a, I think she's a nice addition. Levin, Lamar yes. are adorable. I think she's amazing. I was also really happy to see, like, a Lamar I could get behind. Me too. Yes. Mm-hmm. But you know what I realized? Totally different show. I, mm-hmm. I was re-watching How I Met Your Mother, and I love that show. But one thing I did realize is if that show was on right now and not as something you're re-watching, a lot of it would be considered so wrong and so problematic. Oh, yeah. That's so problematic. So much me too. Stuff that Barney says half of the time. Barney wouldn't even be a character anymore. Like that guy right. would be considered at this point a rapist. An extra. And, yes. 
And when I watch, <laughs> and when I watch Southern Charm, like this episode, I was like, oh my God, they're all Barneys. And that's what's wrong with this show because these guys are antiquated. They're not who we want to be seeing right now. They're misogynistic. Right. They don't represent right now the world. Mm-hmm. And I think that is the issue with this show. So even when it's funny on like a How I Met Your Mother, that is- That's a comedy. You know, yeah. This is just bad. Right. Well, Dina, first of all, can I just like- I- Wow, that was an amazing yes. like. Oh, thank you. Yeah. On the note. No disagreements there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Whoa. Like I have nothing to add. Except I watched too much TV. Traffic. No, I love that, and I tried watching re- How I Met Your Mother, rewatching it, and couldn't get mm-hmm. back into that groove because it was a little too theatrical for me. And I like my theater in the form of Housewives, but mm-hmm. what I will say is that usually Southern Charm. It's like the good guy, bad guy balance somehow has some interest. And I realized that it was also a mistake. And it might have been a mistake that they got stuck with because the girls kind of all quit together, it seems. But I think they got stuck with their core cast being all the men. Like the only woman that's a comeback, if I'm not mistaken, is Madison, who is new to us, and Patricia, who is like just the grand dame. And we have and what's Catherine. Her name? Catherine. No, but Catherine is like I, I refuse to recognize her. <laughs> I don't blame you. Here's my theory on Southern Charm. Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> its downfall began in season five. Wait, what I season think- are we on right now? Seven? Or five? Seven, I think. Yeah, seven. Okay. Because that was the season that at, we were introduced to Trashly. Oh, I hate her. Oh, she was uh-huh. the worst. That's she was what hard happened to is watch. in that cast trip early in the season it made um Catherine the underdog the hero because mm-hmm. she just kept going at her and it made Thomas the villain too essentially mm-hmm. and then he left the show after that season the next season Ashley came back to journey redeem herself and dug herself even further into the hole and Thomas was gone, so like there's no antagonist really on the show. Mm. They tried to make it Shep, but everyone on the show liked Shep, at yeah, to some extent. Like they don't stand, stay mad at him. No. Right, like uh, Thomas, they stay mad at. So mm. then the next season, it was sort of awkward because they were trying to figure out where to go. So they brought in Madison to be that antagonist, which she she was, but not to the extent that Thomas Ravenel was. Because yeah. and JD, remember JD? And then what's the death toll is Cam. Not even so yeah. much Naomi and Chelsea. Cam leaving the show. She yeah. was the she was Heart. the always, you know, level headed Switzerlandy, even though she didn't like Catherine. And also Catherine spreading false rumors that she cheat that her husband cheated on her. Makes Catherine look like horrible. Awful. Catherine is not likable. I have to say, and this might be controversial, but not only did I never like Catherine or really feel bad for her, but only because in the sense of, I'm not saying Thomas was a monster, so I didn't feel compassion for her to deal with someone who has a lot more money and wisdom to be a lot crueler to you, that that wasn't. But like overall in terms of just within the like, walls of the show I feel like the constant 
issues she was having with people were her own doing. And mm-hmm. I, over time, started liking Danny less because of her yeah, relationship with Catherine. Yeah, it was together. just, yeah. Yeah, and it was just sort of like it became, made her off putting. When they got into this, that sort of ha fight last season at the beautiful place where they had the houses and the tree the tree oh, houses that was as, really as cool, their, yeah. For, yeah and it was such a cool moment but like when when Danny who looked so skinny and broken and like you know was going after her and then like immediately seemed so broken for doing that that she was almost groveling to be her friend again I was just like there's something sick codependency in this friendship yeah. it's not nice to watch and so, so having them be people that are like the ones we know Especially, like, I think on a lot of these reality shows where it's about a friend group, you need, like, a good balance of I know the guys, I know the girls. You can't just yeah. either you know nobody or you have to know both. And so yeah. it's just weird. They're not people I'm, I am I have any connection with. They're well, no Kim. Well, if you want some tea. Yes, I do my always. Friends, my friend's friend actually knows T-Rev. And he, um, mm-hmm. he was actually on the show during season two when he was running again for office. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really? Was he, who, in what capacity? Was he part of his team? No, like, like he was like in the background. Like, oh. he didn't even have a name. But like, I saw, he was on screen for like 10 seconds, but I saw his face. There's some stuff he told me that I'm not going to say, but... One thing I will say is that he said producers gave Catherine those early seasons a very generous edit. They gave her a yeah. generous edit? <laughs> I believe that, I though, actually. No, I totally believe that. She, she seems, seems so like insane. insane. Dina, remember insane. I watched Southern... Okay, so I watched Southern Charm before Dina, and I remember I was, like, at home, in bed watching and I had a full season. I never even heard of the show. I just didn't have another Bravo show to watch. And I knew that was like my, my home base. So I just needed to find a show mm-hmm. on the network. And I had two seasons. And as you remember, between season one and two, she has a baby. So right. it is like insane between like what reality show does it happen? Usually they have the fake pregnancy scare like it's not often that like, like the Ramona on season four yeah <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> I love that scene like if you're missing your period you're menopausal you're old <laughs> right like who are I love not yes, but like, that's never happened to me before that on a reality show where like that really happened you know and their relationship was like such a mess and then we met her family and once we met her family I knew this bitch is crazy like they're her family in this situation where you would want to see them like even if it was like cautiously like allowing for it but protective and all this stuff and they were just like no go go for this but she said her mother has huge regrets about because I think then Catherine became a huge allegedly drug addict because she just seems so well, I think out of her mind. And well, but I think in her family's mind, they were like, yeah, he's from the right family, like in their yeah. mind, you know, and, and all this stuff. And I don't think her the- family meant ill with that. Him no, up nor do her. I. But what I mean is I don't either. I saw, when I saw what they were putting her in in terms of the situation without really like taking, let's say. Well, how old was she when they like, got married? She a was temperature. Like, 
she never got married. Not married. How old are they? She, she no, got but I think she was like twenty one or twenty two okay. when she was yeah. like had the baby. And I just feel like most parents, especially that he was in his fifties, would be like super cautious to make sure her voice was being heard, that she was, you know like mm-hmm. being given like rights because he's so much older and more powerful and given the fact that they're also that sort of family that they would like make a point to protect their daughter and that's what I'm referring to the fact that they were like very innocent about it and just sort of was like go do your thing have fun like right. it's okay and the grandma's like I like older men too like it just felt like a little bit to me and I definitely yeah. think they were doing it for the cameras that they were not like they were just kind of allowing her to step on ground that was never going to lead to a good place did they give anybody else a a better edit or was it just her um you know he said they gave her a very generous edit because they what they could have used for filming she was apparently insane but that's the night she yelled at him on the boardwalk right yeah um that was he said that wasn't even half of it so upset i want to see it all if i could break into bravo the one thing i would do is go to their unused footage vault me too and just Mm. watch we'd go with you well there is this editor makes amazing popcorn (laughs) i do i make really good popcorn and you guys we will deep dive we will break into bravo there's this editor james who it's like my life mission to become best friends with because he seems to be on every show we watch yes producer james and now he is on yes yeah and he's 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 involved in salt lake city yeah and he did this post like oh i'm so proud of what we've created and i was like okay you are who i need to be best friends with (laughs) and i need to know everything i won't tell anyone i need to know it for myself for my own peace of mind i won't share it with anyone Probably. Maybe my mother and my <laughs> sister. Definitely my husband. But he won't be listening. <laughs> but I like yeah, I no agree. one else. I mm-hmm. like maybe here, but like not on the podcast. You know what I, and what I'm saying is it wouldn't get back to him that I told anyone. But you know what? Um, because I feel like you know Trust- we probably talked about Southern Charm more than what it needed to be discussed. I just love that yeah. Paco part. But I'm really excited about below deck. Yes. What a great first couple of episodes. I love Eddie, but he seems a little cranky. No, it's our Eddie. He's always cranky. No, Eddie Eddie seems a little cranky. Like, Eddie's reaction to, what did he call him, Sunny? Honey? No, that's just Eddie's personality. That's sunshine. It's it's joking around. Sunshine? Yeah. No, I know, but he seemed like just a little bit, you know, maybe it's the five years since we've seen him. Maybe I'm reading into it probably that but I felt like he just seemed a little bit like older and a little more I'm over this than I wanted from him I wanted a little more enthusiasm I wanted like first season Eddie before we saw him fight with his girlfriend well actually I I purposely rewatched his last season oh that's such an amazing that was such that a was great probably season. the best season, one of the best seasons of Below Deck. Amazing. I agree. It's I so agree. insane that episode and that reunion. That reunion, no, that, reunion it was so good. That one episode with Leon quitting, Rocky yeah. jumping ship, jumping over, then keeping <laughs> her job, giving the cut guest oysters with grenadine. I know. Oh my god, that was amazing when she swan dived. Mm-hmm. And she was the, crazy. She was crazy, but here's the thing. I thought, like, in the Me Too era, like, I would be team Rocky all the way. Rocky was 
I, I can't she's get She's challenging. Side. No, I tried. No, I rewatched that episode. Behind her. No, it's so hard because I've rewatched it a few times and I've tried to get, like, see maybe from her point of view that season mm-hmm. and I never can. I And literally how she acted at the reunion made me even more so not like her. And I think she yes. one time I watch What Happens Live where I found her her answers, I was like, no, you're being too condescending, you're being too annoying, and yeah, you think that's you're it, right. she's condescending. Yeah, but she thinks yeah. she's right, like, she believes in her own, mm-hmm. like, and she's so cute, and she has, like, when you yeah, first meet her, like, such an energy and a charm, yeah. that I want to like her, and I've rewatched the whole series a few times, and each time I get to the series, season, sorry, when she's on, and each time I think, oh, maybe I'm gonna like her this time, right in the beginning, and then I remember no. why it devolves yeah. so quickly. Like she's just Eddie a pill with the cheating and lying. Even yeah. Eddie gaslit her. Rocky was still Rocky. No, I feel no, like Rocky. I kind of I don't know why I, I like when I watched that season with Eddie. Yeah. I did get Eddie's point of view, and I kind of felt like you know, mm-hmm. but Eddie was in a very vulnerable place as yeah. well. Yeah, I don't think not to not to excuse any poor behavior or mis kind of representation of yourself but I definitely think that when someone is emotionally vulnerable and broken you're not getting them where they're making clear-headed decisions and I don't think that she was totally like unaware of that she thinks she used him a little bit what I think I could see that Rocky maybe used Eddie um I think partially for a storyline Rocky, yeah, I, I think it made Rocky, her more interesting. It did make her more interesting, but I, yeah, I felt like Rocky wanted to play the fatal ex girlfriend, like, it, or like the the fate, like yeah, like it fed into what she, yeah, yeah, yeah. It did seem like that. Herself. It felt like one I couldn't understand when I was watching that whole season. They live in such small quarters, and it's we're seeing Eddie crying and getting in fights with his girlfriend. That's what I'm it. saying. How Rocky? Not? I don't believe so, that's exactly. Yeah, I I Mm -hmm. I take like I don't know. I don't believe that she's got no clue of what's going on with him and what kind of vulnerability state he's in. So I'm not saying that she was like truly a fantastic trying to like hunt him down and 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 abuse his already broken mind. I'm just saying I think that it was sort of a tango. Yeah, yeah. But I love Eddie. Yeah, I love Eddie. People are like me too. I made, I made a post about the studs of the sea are back. Yes, you did. A couple weeks ago. <laughs> I did see that. <laughs> and and back. People like, well, Eddie's not a stud. He gaslit Rocky. I'm like, Rocky was not innocent in this situation. No. Mm-mm. If Rocky was innocent, it would be a very different story. Yeah. I agree with you. I think, like, if because, again, if you watch even Eddie's whole character, too, I think because people, I felt like we felt like we knew Eddie. So mm-hmm. watching him even, you knew that wasn't who he was. And you could right. see the camera too. And even at the reunion, how he was and how you saw on his face, how disappointed he was. He wasn't in himself. himself. Like yeah. he was crushed. I, he left the show after that. I think he was just completely done. And Captain- I think, I think if he had a bit better season, he would have come back Me too. for season four. Yeah. But yeah. I think this season, I think it was the, for him time to step away. Yeah. But I love that he's back. Like, I know they obviously did it on purpose, but losing Kate was so hard that I love that he's back and that they didn't replace him with someone we knew in the same department. Yeah. Like, they could have so easily brought... Yeah. And I think think he brings a good energy. I bet they... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally. 
But what I mean is they could have brought back someone he would liked from the old stews. They had stews that right. he liked. Talks about how Eddie, like on almost, he yeah, talks about Kate and Eddie are like his favorites. How he's closest to them, and I felt mm-hmm. like he lost his son. He lost Kate. He said on what I think it was Watch What Happens Live that the sh- most shocking thing was when Kate told him, like, or I read. Yeah was that she wasn't coming back, that he was, like, devastated. So I bet they had to get Eddie because maybe even Captain Lee was like, maybe I should go. And they're like, no, we need you. Well, first of all, I I don't even want to watch Below Deck without Captain Lee. Like, he is everything. And when he was in hospital, oh, I was so worried. Naturally Uh. said without the end. (laughs) Um, when, When he was, I was very... I was like upset. I was like, wait, have they been tricking us in these promos this whole time? Is he not even there? Do we just get a, like an episode of one liners from him? Is he going to narrate? Like, how are we working through this? I was so upset. But is anyone else a little confused by the timeline? Didn't it there? Wasn't everything starting to close it there in February? So how much of a season is this going to be? Well, also no, but I think that some of it like is them. Three days. Okay. Yeah. But also, I, I how just long from do the you promos, usually they film for? Six weeks. Six, six weeks. Eight weeks. Okay, okay. Yeah. And their but turn I, I is thought, only two to three days. So it's... In the promo, they get a lot in. to me like they're, that they're at, at a certain point in the season trapped on the boat, right? It did look like that at one point. I think so. Yeah. So, I mean, I would love that because crew going crazy because they're mm-hmm. trapped together is the best place. well this season of of summer house that's what they did oh, yes they filmed an entire month they quarantined together i'm so excited i love that i can't wait I love oh that it's gonna us, be a shit show i, love that I know them. and i love Paige, I, and i've missed her oh, me Paige. too and i pages like and hannah just make me happy mm-hmm. and seeing like that giggly squad together mm-hmm. i i, I oh don't piss happy. off the giggly squad no they will mm-hmm. come for you Oh, how do they come after? I don't people? intend to. Did they ever come for anyone? You know, not me because I love Paige and Hannah. But oh no, Bravo! Yeah. She said they cause she didn't like them at first. They like apparently came for her. Ooh. Yeah, like no bueno. Well, I don't care for bullying, especially when it's in uneven numbers. Like, mm-hmm. but I will say I'm gonna still love them for now. Yes. I'm as more so information rolls in, I might change my mind, <laughs> as I do with all housewives and Bravo characters, but for now. Ilana, do you know what I love? All things housewives? I do, but I also love art and silk. Well, then you're going to love to say the scarves because silk specialists in Italy layer original artwork on silken canvases via the latest digital printing technology, allowing for an array of art mediums and colors to be expressed. They're the most beautiful scarves on the market. Well, now we all must shop the Seda. And you can! Go to shoptoseda.com. That's shoptoseda, D-E-S-E-D-A, and enter our promo code SOLUMEN20 at checkout for 20% off your purchase. Happy shopping! Wait, you guys, so I don't know everyone's names that well on Below Deck, but we have that new guy. Okay, so the stews are Elizabeth. No. Who is the hardworking one? Yeah, Elizabeth. And Izzy, who wants to be a deckhand, who I actually really love and appreciate. 
you know what? I, I liked her blase attitude. Everyone around her is running and she's like, I prefer stroll. And I really found her. her hilarious. I think she should be a queen. Yeah, yeah I, uh, I thought she I was. I have an issue with her. The funny. Why do you not like her? Yeah, before because we move on, let's just have a chat. You, you signed up for a job. You agreed to this position. Then you get on the boat and you don't like it. Quit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, no, I don't like realistic way. Half-ass your job. Yeah, I do think she's so, half-assing. Yeah. But I like it for this show. Is that yeah, really? like I feel so like you're yes, coming from the perspective of like team. working with her and we're coming from the perspective of not having to work with her. You know what I mean? Right. Like mm-hmm. you're seeing it from the other yeah. side. Because and I working agree. with I her, I would like, like that, uh, yeah, I would murder yeah. her. Yeah, I would. Mm-hmm. But I would like, too. On my TV, I'm like, you are representing what's inside my soul. While I am running around, I'm wishing I'm the person that's well, like, Well, I couldn't get It's kind of like Jack on Below Deck Med. Remember when he just walked past things and pretend to clean the railing? And oh, yeah. Like, As I walk past. Like, I appreciate that. I'm not that person. I'm the type A person who's like, like, like adding details Every, like, of things I can do to yeah. make it. Yeah. But like... I appreciate the person who has the confidence and comfort to do nothing. Mm-hmm. Well, I get that. With the, with the chief stew, who I again, I don't know her name yet. Who cried? Yes. Oh my God, Francesca. Just, her name Francesca. is Francesca. So Francesca and the other chief stew, or the other stew, sorry, who can uh, Elizabeth? Elizabeth. Elizabeth. They're gonna sure. have. They're both in the love triangle with the speedo guy, James. Yeah. And then there's Avery, who is the one who left immediately, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah but I swear and Shane, I saw him AKA later. Sunshine. Shane annoys me. Mm-mm. So Sunshine really annoys me. And I'm going to tell yeah. you why. It's not the things he does, because like a lot of the things he's doing are lovely, well-intending things, like when he's swapping out the straws. It's just it's how, like, how he does them. Yeah, how he does them, and also like it's not his job. Like when he, I first saw him doing it, he was like giving it, and was like, "Oh, maybe we could swap it out." I was like, "Okay, now keep on moving. That's not your job. Like you were there to support your team." See, I got way more the way you did with Izzy, with Shane. Like the deck is such a physical like mm-hmm. needing every team member for every single thing they do, having him like have a lovely swim and look at the sun in the sky and, you know, just leisurely cut things up with the, with the interior or like chat with the guests. It's like, no, like you are new. You should be open to learning about what you should do, but you should also not be like ignoring oh your boss God. when he's like, Hey, that's not what you're meant to be doing. You know who Shane mm-hmm. is? Shane is the guy from below deck med. The one who's in with Hannah. Is it second, first season, second season? Who ends up, you know, falling in love with all the different people on the boat and like with the girls and he gives them the numbers. And I told you he's like the little scrappy guy. Not oh Shane. yeah, oh wait, wait. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I need No, I said Shane. The guy who left Danny. Yeah. Danny. His name is Danny. Yeah. Right? Shane is. No, Danny, Danny, yes. Yes. They the are the guy who left on the donkey, even though he didn't really have to because yes. he said yes, there's yes, only yes. donkeys. Yes, that guy. They two to me are the same because you yes. see they so are the same, like so yeah. eager but so stupid at the same time. Like, not now, not now, not today. This is not it's like the be time. quiet, little boy. Yes, but one of my pet peeves is when people like I 
I think Hannah said this one season, but it might've been Kate and they just sort of have the same energy. So sometimes I mess up their quotes, but one of them said that like there, there's nothing that annoys them more is not when someone says they can't do something, but when they say they can and they can't like that type of thing really drives me crazy. Like, you know, we have an assistant and she's lovely. And I'm always telling her like, don't tell me like what went wrong or, or, or what you can't do. Like, tell me what you researched to figure it out. Like, what's your solution? What are your mm-hmm. ideas and suggestions? And she's like, amazing at that. And she's yeah. amazing. And I feel like my bosses who did that for me allowed me to be better. Cause they, that that's a direct quote from the bosses I had. And when I see people who come in and they say, I know nothing, but then when you try to show them the way, they're very sort of like fighting it. And that's the vibe I got from Sunshine when he was fighting Eddie, when he's like, don't stand there with the guests. And he's like, okay. Like I was sort of right, like, all right, right, back down, buddy. Like you're literally brand Calm new. your ass down. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, he seems so hurt in that moment. So also, yeah. just so we round up the cast for Below Deck on our thoughts, I just want to put it out there. Rachel scares me. The chef. Her name is Rachel. Yes. Oh! She yes. will come with a knife. Oh my yes. god! She's like sleeping. you're in your bed sleeping, and she uh-huh. has like a knife under She'd your like, throat. Like good morning, my mayonnaise. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> her energy makes me so nervous, and I was like, if not, I was. I was like going back in my mind, like how much of her scenes do I have to watch? Like, <laughs> can I fast forward her moments because well, she Kate. just gives me this agita. Mm-hmm. Agit- yeah, I, mm, that's a good word. <laughs> good word. But Kate actually said on Bravo chat room that she worked with Rachel oh. on a boat when season one of Below Deck was airing, oddly enough. And I think she said that Rachel's very much, she's a good chef, but she's very much like, they, Rachel cried when they were on a charter. Oh. And so I that's think, just her. Mm-hmm. But I think also the cameras heighten every like. Yeah. You're on. I think with the I give the new chief stew and Rachel a little leeway because you're brand new to TV. Cameras are on you twenty four seven. It's overwhelm. That's overwhelming enough. And where they have to work is very small spaces. Mm. So bumming into camera crew, it's it can be overwhelming. So I can see why she cried. I'm claustrophobic. No, I get. Yeah. It. Could see why, but at the same time, because I'm rewatching Below Deck Med, and now I'm on season five, and then I'm gonna restart Below Deck. I got how did you get ahead of me when you started? I know, and I'm at I'm almost like I'm at the part where they just let Hannah go, and I still have the rage of Sandy and and Malia. Like I just okay, but you know I'm trying to get even Kiko. It doesn't make sense because when I'm rewatching it, he does all these perfect meals, screws up one. And then it's like, like, I just, I, but they do the same thing with Anastasia, something they criticize Anastasia for when she steps in, as you remember, (laughs) listeners and Zach, Mm -hmm. that, you know, when she was on and she did the, um, she did the season when she was third stew and then all of a sudden becomes the chef. Yeah. And she has all these successful, um, uh, charters where she does fantastically well. And then she, they get this tip and it's, 1400 euros and everyone's like we got a shit tip because of her and like it's because she did such a good job and she was up and down and up and down and then like literally the next charter they get the same exact tip and they're all like oh my god we got an amazing tip 
Mm. And it's because Ben's here. And I'm like, really? Because because yeah, also like, do you though, think I don't remember? No, no, but you right. sometimes have to clock the amount of days. Because I started to th- listen to all the numbers. And then I realized yeah. sometimes I'm not listening to the days. So That's true. 14 in two days, they get really excited. Or they get like 20 in three days. They're amazing. But sometimes they'll say 20 over like five days. And you'll, or let's not that long. But you know what I mean? And you'll see yeah. they're all really mad. And she's like, it's okay, you guys. I'm like, what's happening? Mm-hmm. But, it, that's true. Right. Depends on the Fair length enough. of the trip. Yeah, because yeah, that's what but really does. I think I do feel though, like they use things like, for example, with Anastasia and with Kiko, they did this same thing where they criticized the weak chef for doing something. So in Anastasia's case, it was the food was always cold. But then when the new chef comes in, who's like the mm-hmm. amazing, you know, Michelin chef, and you have Ben and Tom coming True. from Kiko. Yeah. And then like in Kiko's criticism was that he looked things up on the, his Tom phone, but then like the both time. these top chefs say the yeah. yeah. thing that everyone criticized. So it's like, at least if you're going to make them, like be crap and maybe they really were but like let it be the real thing like don't come mm-hmm. up with these things of what you have you, them do in their interviews talking about and then it's not that thing i know mm-hmm. i was making a comparison but what was i comparing does anyone remember <laughs> i don't remember i don't either but i felt like it well, was i remember so I we, were talking about, <laughs> we were talking about below deck and i know i was and below making, deck med man i know i was making a comparison I feel like I answered it. I think it's in there somewhere. <laughs> All right, people, you yeah. find it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I have to say, I really genuinely feel that, like, this season of Below Deck feels like it's got the rumblings of, like, a very good season. I just yes. feel the energy. Me too. feels like some, yes. some great things are going to happen. And I agree with you completely. There's so much camera. There's so much happening that um, – <laughs> Sorry, I'm there's sorry, so much happening. Like, I'm trying to, that's why my laptop keeps, my iPad keeps moving. I'm like, on my bed. No, 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 <laughs> it's totally fine. No, I was just going to say, though, I think, like, with someone like um, Francesca, I agreed with what you said, like, the cameras and the intensity, the small, like, you don't have a lot of privacy, you have, like, this small workspace on top of it, you have this added pressure of knowing that every single thing is being watched. But when she cried, I felt sympathy like I felt like oh my gosh yes like you look like you have not slept that you've been overwhelmed with toss and this situation when Rachel got upset I was like all right it feels like you're a lot I remember what I was gonna say that's one thing I just didn't understand from the first episode because re-watching it when I watched with Hannah they Hannah had like each girl doing like each thing in different places and I didn't get what was like making why she had so little hand and why she because was Izzy so wasn't doing her job, so she went down yeah. to do Izzy's job, but only because Izzy was going so slow. Is that what is because why did she, yeah, um, what's her name doing the drinks instead of being doing service because they wanted a new drink? With I think, yeah, I think that so it was a taste. I think menu all, and each all time they wanted a pair because Izzy doesn't care about her stew job, yeah, she's slacking, mm-hmm. so they have to. The other two have to pick have up. Have to pick up yeah. her lazy for her lazy ass, which makes her funny, but also a nightmare as a human. Mm-hmm. And do we think the yeah. test was being helpful or condescending? Condescending. Okay, so I loved him, but I definitely think he was purposely like riling them up. Like he oh knew exactly God. what he was well, doing. Well, we're gonna do it better tomorrow. Yeah, but even what he did day. with the girl, he set up that girl. He knew that the one girl had a crush on the I guy. Know. 
gave it to the other girl for her mm-hmm. birthday and knew this was gonna happen. And then I think he also knew, like, I think because it was his husband that was like yelling at the original girl, and I felt like they yeah. were all kind of trying to like get a reaction out of her for TV. Yeah, and then when he went, yes. I was like, I, I feel like, like they you were caused doing this. That. I think mm-hmm. I love that though. Yeah. I'm so I, I have to say I enjoyed that very much because I was like, you were all there when they were talking. We're like, okay, we're going to make this comment like it's for her, but really it's for you. And then when he dropped yeah. it, and the, uh, but the other girl was like clearly into it. So to me, I was like, I think you have a few people to call out and you don't want to call out the guys. Not sure why, what's the dynamic there, but you seem right. afraid of them. So you're going for the weak link. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited for more episodes. I am too. It looks like a good season. Yeah. Even without Kate. Yeah. I'm so excited that actually we've got like a few shows to love and to hate and to have things going on. I and what's coming on the horizon. Sort of, I know. Yes. I, I do think like this last week, Potomac was excellent. And I feel like it, even though mm-hmm. it was a filler episode, it was like a good fill. Mm. Yeah. Below Deck was excellent. Obviously, Salt Lake City was just, like, probably the best of all the franchises. Amazing. Like, the, the most all-star of all-stars. The Mecca. Harry it really Bravo was the Mecca. Their, like, back. And, mm-hmm. and it made, you know, like, when you get a new, like, shirt or new jacket, and you're like, I love all my clothes now. That's how I feel about Salt Lake City. Like, it made everything better and new. Again. Yes. And yes. I am so happy to have, like, this full calendar from Bravo. Thank oh, you, Bravo. Sure. But we have to then ask you our game mm-hmm. called Texas okay. Salt Lake City Edition. Alana. Yes. Okay. Go. Okay. So, Jen, Lisa, and Mary call text delete. Delete Mary. Text Lisa. What are you going to text about? Tell us. Share the conversation. Tequila. <laughs> Tequila. <laughs> Tequila. <laughs> Side note, I want to know what Patricia Ochoa thinks of um, tequila. She liked tequila. She was fine with tequila. Oh, yeah, she did. She liked tequila. Okay. She was fine. It was maybe just the vodka. Like, how could you mm-hmm. do that? It's day class. Yes. Like, I would like potato. that friendship to blossom. I know they're from different parts of the Bravoverse, but I feel like that right. there's a friendship there. <laughs> I could see that. Um, and obviously call Jen, because we would just talk the shit. We would just shit talk for, I could see Jen just shit talking for hours. Yeah, she seems like the best person to have a good phone call. Like, yeah. like I really, very she good. will tell you the tea. Mm-hmm. I, I feel, I feel good things from Jen. Mm-hmm. I do too. I'm very excited for the season of Salt Lake. Well, we are so excited I to hopefully t- have you back again to discuss. Yes, more. yes, yes. We have to discuss more later in this season. I cannot yes. believe how lucky we are to have gotten you back on for another episode. I know. We were like I, looking for this, especially all- this one. I literally, I go on a nightly walk with my husband and I, I was on the way home and I was like, we've got to be faster. I want to have plenty of time to be like ready. <laughs> oh. I was very excited. Oh, so, good. One more time. Um, well, I think we mentioned it, but just in case, will you let everyone know where to follow you again? Oh, yes, I am Zach. I am the creator behind Bravo. The genius. OMG, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Bravo. OMG with three O's. There is also is a heads up. There is an Instagram account that has two O's and two G's. 
They are not me. They are a fake. They are posting doctored photos of Joe Biden looking like he's groping minor children. MAGA content, which is not me. I'm gay, first of all. So, you know, Biden all the way. Why does that even have to do with Bravo? It doesn't. Yeah. Really. Well, the reason it's that happened still is because up. yeah, what it's happened? Still up. I because I you know I boycotted Kelly Dodd. We talked about it the last time. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, boycott, yeah. He he started commenting on a ton of my like ten or something on my photos. So I DM'd him private like, "What is your issue? Like, why are you commenting? Like, well, I think it's really you're boycotting OC because of one person. Like, well, I I stated my facts because she's a horrible person. She's horrible. Yeah. And. Yeah. And he said, well, he's a Kelly Dodd fan. So then he took a screenshot of my profile picture, made it his, made it an account that was close to mine, and then started posting just disgusting things. Like, Heather from Salt Lake follows him. And I said to her, Heather, you know, just heads up, this account is awful. Don't, don't, I, it's not me. I don't condone him. I, I went to I wanted to report the the account to spam. It's I tried and Instagram said they're doing nothing wrong, which is why. But that's so offensive because they've even used the like symbol. Right. And I even on my personal account I said they've stolen from my account. Like they stole from someone I know, tech, you know, someone I know. Because you gotta say it on a different account. But they did nothing. Yeah. A meme account is kind of an account that keeps Instagram relevant, so you would yeah. think that they'd be more and like conscious of their of of especially an account like yours that does so well and has such a following. Mm-hmm. You would think that, and it's I mean not. the account I just I just spammed it. It literally says like a hate account. Like, yeah, how could that be okay? Who seems knows? like it should be your intellectual property, but um, it Yanny, yeah, it yeah. seems it seems like weird but it's not because he doesn't he spells it differently though it's not technically you know but he you know but you said he uses your content right no my picture my profile picture picture. well we will keep i I remember when you report because that was like a month ago right wasn't it yeah yeah, so I remember right away, and I was, like, making sure. Yeah, that's why I redid it, because I was surprised you just said that it was still up, so I thought I'll read Still up, yeah. Yeah. But he doesn't remind, post much, thankfully. Remind so. me randomly, like, just give me a text, <laughs> and I'll, I'll keep doing it. Thank you so much again for making it tonight. Thank you so much for coming on. You'll have to come back soon. Very yes, soon. I would love to. Yay! Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. If you want to follow us across our platforms, you can find us on Instagram and TikTok at Stylishly Solomon. Solomon spelled with all O's, S-O-L-O-M-O-N. And also on our Instagram, you can find links in the bio to follow us on Amazon and like to know it and shop our looks and find out our fashion breakdowns. If you like this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and leave a comment. We always love to hear your feedback. We thank you for thinking of us and appreciate your love and support.